Welcome to the Focus on Customer Service podcast, presented by Social Media Today, where we talk to brands you know and love who are laser-focused on using social media to deliver amazing customer experiences. And now, here are your co-hosts, Dan Gingas and Dan Moriarty. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Focus on Customer Service podcast. And we have something very different for you this time. This is the first time that we decided to record the podcast live on a new live streaming app called Blab. And we interviewed a wonderful woman named Brittany Metz, who is the self-proclaimed community princess of Blab. And she's in charge of the real-time customer service that happens when you are live streaming and need help immediately. She jumps on and helps, and she's absolutely awesome. And so you guys listening may notice it does, it's not going to sound like a normal podcast because not only did you have myself and Dan, we had a, a last-minute unexpected guest in Brian Kramer who actually sat in with us as well, which was fantastic, as well as Brittany Metz. And then as well as the four of us talking live, there was a number of people that were asking questions in the text-based commentary as well. So as you're listening to it, again, it will sound different from normal, but please bear with it. We promise you it's worth it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we definitely learned a lot. I think it's going to be a really valuable podcast, and we have decided that we're going to do more of them on Blab because they're really fun. So if you haven't tried it out, please download the app on iOS, or you can also go to blab.im in Google Chrome, and you can look at it that way, and it's a ton of fun. So we will tweet out when we're doing some of the next ones. Please follow us at dgingus, and I am Dan Moriarty. And you will know when they're coming live. And you can also continue to listen to the recorded versions on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. So without further ado, we introduce you to Brittany Metz, the community princess of Blab on the Focus on Customer Service podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of the Focus on Customer Service podcast, the very first one that we are ever broadcasting live on Blab. Why are we broadcasting live on Blab? Because our guest tonight is the self-proclaimed community princess of Blab. And we waited to bring her here because we wanted to show you how she appears because it is absolutely the most amazing real-time customer service that we've ever seen. So the way that we invite Brittany Metz is in the comments section here. We write help. Like magic, we're going to see Brittany appear. There she is. Hey, guys. Hey, Brittany. And just like that, there's Brittany. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We are doing great. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Dude, no problem. That's absolutely awesome that that you can uh, just appear like that. I don't know how I do it, man. <laughs> Does that mean you're on duty 24-7? Sometimes it feels like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you sleep? I sleep for like four to five hours a night. And then and then sometimes I'll see and mention and I'm like, I'm going to have to miss it. I'm like, I, I can't move. <laughs> hey, we have, special, we have special guest Brian Kramer on the podcast tonight. How are you, Brian? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing great. Thank you so much for joining us as well. So we do have to tell our podcast listeners who are not going to be listening to this live because this will be on iTunes and Stitchers later. Do you think that you could start, Brittany, by just telling us a little bit about what Blab actually is? Clearly, the people on here know what it is, but the folks at home, so to speak, may not. Can you give us a little intro to Blab? Yeah, definitely. So 
We've created a conversational platform. So anyone from two to four people can have a public conversation while it's open to a kind of spontaneous crowd. If you tweet it out, you can get some unexpected guests and it makes conversations really fluid and you have to be yourself. Like I can't be my edited. You should see me when I like make a YouTube video or something trying to like explain something. I make like a hundred clips of it and then I have to jump on blab. I'm like, I didn't practice this. I'm going to say some weird, stupid stuff, but hopefully everyone <laughs> feels how authentic that is. Sounds like a PR person's nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Blab has gotten unbelievably popular in a really short period of time, unlike any other app or platform that I've seen. What do you attribute that to? <laughs> well, I think like everything, just a ton of sleepless nights on our team. And we did spend a long time reaching out to people. And it was kind of just a matter of when the right person finds it, Word of mouth has been the source of all our growth. It, we've never felt this way. So we were doing Bebo before and it was very hard to get new users and it wasn't as sticky as we thought it was. So when we made Blab, we're like, wait, so people are telling each other to get Blab and we're not telling anyone. So it, it feels like that's the right sign when it starts to grow and by itself and it feels pretty awesome and weird. And how is the growth right now? Every day is our best day, as Sean likes to put it, which is, it makes it hard to sleep because the next day it's like, okay, it's another big day. It's like, we got this coming on, we have this happening. And you're just like, all right, yep. So tomorrow was not a, and even the weekends are the same. There's no break for live streamers. And how long has this been going on for? About since May. So we've only been in it for a few months now and... It recently started to pick up all this traction in the last month. And yeah. Awesome. And Brittany, so Brian Kramer, how did you find Blab and what have you done on it so far? So I had a chance to meet our community featured guest here at VentureBeat at Growth uh, Summit here, what, two weeks ago. And so we had a nice little meeting there. And so that was my second introduction. I also played around with Blab probably about a week and a half before that, and mostly as guests. It's only recently that I just tried to start hosting Blabs because I just enjoyed kind of being a guest recently and popping into these things. That's kind of part of the fun, you know? Anyway, I see uh, so many people on here just getting together and actually meeting in real life, or I should say in virtual real life, and I'm just I'm having a ball. Brittany, we've got some questions already for you, which is, does anyone else ever apply to help? And then the second part of that is, are you able to clone yourself so you can take some breaks? I, I really hope there is a startup in Silicon Valley working on cloning, but currently, like, I don't know. <laughs> it might be in beta somewhere. So, like, people keep telling me they see me in different parts of the city that I've never been. So it could be happening. But, yeah, no. And no one else responds to ad help except me right now. But I kind of made it more of, it used to be a picture of myself. And every time I jumped in, if there's a, a difficult situation, it's best not to be the actual face of the customer service person who is either dealing with trouble or handling a troll or something. So I kind of experienced that one where someone just attacks you personally and you're like, oh, crap, like, shouldn't be my face. And how did you end up at that? What's your background? What got you this job? 
I was actually brought on as a team to do character design for Bebo. So we're recreating the Bebo app. And I was in school for graphic design. Our current designer reached out to me to do character work because I kind of like to illustrate and that was a bit of my passion. And I actually dropped out of school three months before graduating to come onto the team full time. And when we dropped Bebo, there was no character design illustrator artist role. So I'm kind of a bit of a hustler in just making it happen. And I'm way too passionate about this project. So we were on the mini team that branched out of Bebo and came up with this idea and pitched it to our team. And I ended up being in a bit of a community manager role, which is awesome. So tell us a little bit about what happens on the back end when I or somebody else types at help and you're just sitting there hanging out, having a coffee and it's like, "Uh oh, I got to jump on here and help. And what if three or four or five or 10 or 100 people need your help at the same time? Right. Oh, so sometimes it does feel like that. So anyone calling out help right now, I just feel like it's happening in this chat. So I'm not, I mean, it's a bad time to need help right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's really just at mentioning anyone's name. It'll notify them with desktop notifications and I have phone notifications. So sometimes I jump in at Starbucks before I'm on my way to work and I'm like, holding the phone up to my ear and I'm like, hold on, uh, I'm trying to like put milk in my coffee, uh, restart your browser. Like (laughs) it's really just push notifications on my computer and my phone. I have a question. How do you handle it all? You're doing this alone, right? Yeah. Okay. So how do you handle it all? What gets priority? Coffee. You You never really know until you jump in. So you jump in and sometimes people will call ad help because they know it's me. And they just want to hang out or tell me something. And I'm like, I started responding now. Is anything broken? (laughs) And they'll be like, well, no. And I'm like, okay, well, like, sorry, guys. Like, I can't chill. I'd love to, but I really want to minimize how many hours I spend chilling at work. So So do you guys have a a plan in place for as Blab grows? Clearly, you're not going to be able to be the only one doing this forever. Is there a plan to expand? And can you tell us anything about that? Yeah. So the first step is at help will probably link to our whole team. So right now it is just me, but we have a team that at any moment during a whole day, 24 hours, at least two of us are awake. So it will kind of turn into more of a shift system for as long as we can handle that. We like to do things in-house and I feel like we're, we're all a little clicky maybe. So we're just like, okay, if I can't get it, you can get it. And like, that'll be fine. So, so shifts would be the next step is opening it up. So Sean and Furcon already help people all the time, but just syncing it up. So we all get these notifications. What do you think about this internationally? I mean, you guys are only, there's a huge potential here to go, go global. If not already, are you, are you guys thinking about what could happen if, I mean, I mean, there's only so many hours in the day. I know you guys like to stay up and all, but there's a potential here for languages and and support going global. Yeah, so we're starting to see some languages and there's not enough to branch out to a whole different Blab site specific for countries and languages, which a lot of chat sites do. It's very common. I think our temporary solution would be to add language tags. So you can um, tag things if you want to speak in Spanish. And then it makes it easier for everyone to sort content. But that will be our first step. 
but we want to make sure that if we have like blab Portugal, we have enough content. So Portugal doesn't feel like it's literally an app for us. Like there's two people here. So we want to make sure we have enough people in each platform before we branch out. Yeah. Brittany, we got a question from Berkson asking, do you actually track the customer service issues when people are hitting help or are you just responding to them individually and keeping on going that uh, way? And if well, not, then Press Desk is a good option if you need one. That's what he's doing. A lot of the, the customer service things that people need are a lot of tech support right now. And it's me explaining how to use Chrome or <laughs> how to fix Chrome, how to connect your camera software. Um, it's a lot of that support right now. Sometimes I get called in when there's issues and we have a troll control system and I do keep track of those situations. So I keep track of the community issues and I let the team know of technical issues, bugs, and things we might need to make easier in the future. So we don't need someone coming in to tell you how to set up your camera or we build a sturdy enough product that you don't need to. Yeah, eventually it'll just be community issues. We, we have to hear more about troll control. <laughs> well, it's not that active. So that's the best thing you can hear right now is that it is one of the slower moving Slack channels we have because there really isn't a troll community on Blab right now. If there are situations we handle it, it's not big enough to make a full-time job or even a part-time job out of. I don't know if you saw Facebook actually celebrated the, the having a billion people on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and and on in a single day, I should say. And that's that's pretty that's quite something. And what's interesting about that is how you guys are a video platform. I mean, they're just getting started with video streaming. You guys are full video. And so I'm curious and I think Mike actually asked this. Uh, what's the largest number of people you've had at once and are you guys you think you're concerned about that or you guys have a scalable model here? I will show no fear in this lab at all. So we're totally fine with whatever the world throws at us. We've had giant numbers. We're all working with that right now. It's something we're dealing. We're making sure we are, we can support the community as it's growing. So of course, a natural thing to do when you're growing every day is to start focusing on being able to support that. So it's just a natural part of what we're working on. And there's no fear. We'll, nice. we'll do it. Sounds like a challenge. Yeah, I mean. What is the most you've had, do you think, on a single block? We've had in the 200s viewing at one time, which is all pretty crazy because a lot of it is bringing in your own kind of audience. If you bring in someone interesting, it's... um scheduling a blab in advance and like letting your community know because it is about like-mindedness. So it's great to kind of push it out prior. Yeah. So we're talking with Brittany Metz, who is the self-proclaimed community princess <laughs> of blab. We're going to get back to that nickname in a second. And because this is a podcast on customer service, I want to jump back there for a second what absolutely fascinated me and the reason why Dan and I had to get you on here immediately was the real-time nature of the customer service. And you don't really see that very often. Certainly Amazon made a splash for a little while about doing that on one of their products. But all four times that I've spoken with you on Blab, you have shown up in literally seconds. And today, obviously, you knew that we were going to be calling you, but the other three times you certainly didn't. And I'm just wondering about sort of how did that get built into the platform that you guys created and what was the thought behind hey 
people are going to use this, but they're going to need service and they're going to need it quickly. So we're going to deliver it in this real time fashion. So it wasn't premeditated or planned out that way. I was on Blab using my personal Twitter handle. So I was on just at Brittany Metz. And the problem with that is I like to use Blab when I go home. Like, it's fun. I like to hang out with people. But I really need to separate when it's okay to hang out with me and when it's okay to not. Because as fun as you guys think this is, it's like, oh, you you guys get to hang out and talk to people all day. It's like, that is just a little bit of it. And and I really had to like find a way to do this. And I was like, you guys, I have a separate account. Let's make it add help. So people know that when they're calling it, they are asking for help. It's less like, uh, we're just summoning Brittany. And it is a bit of a party trick sometimes. So hopefully that'll wear off. It's a little bit like the boy who cried to help. It's like, help, I got you. See how fast she was like, okay, you can leave. Bye. And I'm like, I'm like, I just woke up. (laughs) So so the business side of me kind of wants to jump in. Dan, do you guys mind if I ask a a quick question here? Sure, go Um, ahead, Brian. I'm curious. Where I'm curious, I love, love what you guys are doing. And, you know, everything about this screams easy. But what always gets complicated is when you start getting into business and enterprise and, and you start needing to track and report. And it's going to be needed eventually. So what kinds of things do you think you'll be able to do around reporting? Have you guys tossed anything around about that? And, and, and how would you like not complicate that and still keep the easy use and the, and the nice, because um, I think that's the special sauce that you guys have is that, uh, that really nice, easy to use and potentially easy reporting. How do you think you're going to, I'll stop right there. You, you get the question. <laughs> Sean actually talked about this yesterday we, or the day before yesterday. All the days feel the same now. But we've recently talked about it's all about making sure we can build a strong community. So when things like reporting needs to be implemented, we'd rather build a strong community to make sure there's less of a problem in the future. So he talks about like go to the doctors and they just throw medicine at a problem or an issue. And that would be the equivalent of creating all these like moderator controls that can kick people, boot people, ban people. So right now we've implemented just a flagging feature and all flagging does is it prohibits someone, the, only the host can do it in their blab. They prohibit someone from commenting, joining in the video or sending props. And what we were thinking about with that is I monitor when people are banned and I come in or well, flagged, I come in and see what's happening, make sure it's all good understand why the host flagged someone and then it helps us understand what kind of controls would be needed in the future are people just power hungry or like they just get a little you give someone too many controls and it becomes a little crazy and you don't want anyone to feel like it's a community where you're unwelcome or uneasy being in a situation so he says it's it's about creating an immune system the community is our immune system so if we have a strong community, the less crazy features you're going to need to control it. We have an interesting question on the side, which is, will there ever be private blabs? Oh, my favorite answer. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was quick. There's other platforms to have private video conversations on. And it's really just not what we're focused on because we are about spontaneous, open, public conversations. It's, it's a different approach. But 
that's what blab is. Yeah. So, so what was the, the most memorable blab that you've been called into? Like for an issue? I think a really cool one, I got called into a blab, or our whole team did. And we all ended up jumping in, like just in the comments, we were just watching. And there was, Marcel was on video and he's singing us a song that he wrote about blab. And it was like a surprise concert for us. We like show up and they were like, he was singing like to the Jackson five. I don't remember the song because I don't know music. But yeah, Furkan's in here right now. He said it was legit. We're just like, what? He's replacing all the words with blab. And we felt really cool in that moment. Just to be like, (laughs) someone just invited us to our like private concert. And it feels good when users just let you know that they appreciate what you're doing. And the question that jumps out to me, you know, working in a brand and thinking about this customer service stuff, have any brands started adopting using Blab for customer service outside of Blab customer service, if that makes sense? Uh, I've heard people talk about using Blab in this like transparent customer service, like tech support way. I haven't seen any brands use it yet in that way, but I think it'd be a really smart company who just wants to take that it's like you know what we do our customers service on lab it's public it's open because we got nothing to hide we have great customer service and we want to highlight and show that to the world i think i think it'll happen people have talked about it it's only a matter of time i love how we've turned you into the the product development team (laughs) Uh, going along the lines of treating you that way do you think that this what might be something that that could be embedded and maybe even white labeled or, or, or even just embedded and something where you can gather, you know, gate it for like a webinar kind of thing, or are you guys going to continue to host it on your own platform? So we are working on live embeds. It's something we're actually doing right now. Yeah. Uh, necessarily like whitelisting. It's not really like, they're all great ideas. I won't go into our like product talk. Yeah. Come on, Brian, this is a service podcast. But actually, Brian makes a good point and that if brands start using this for service, then there may become more need for some sort of a private chat. Certain industries, for example, you know, when you have account related questions, it's very difficult to come on in public and, and talk about it. Does that mean that those industries probably just shouldn't use this channel or do you think that there'll be something for them as well? I think it just means it's not for them. Blab is all about content. It's a great platform. It's easy to use, but we want interesting content. We want people to interact with either fans or just people who are like-minded. And if you want to have a customer service talk here and you want to do it transparently and open, that's cool. But if it ever comes to a point where you're like, I really need it to be private, then you should probably just use another platform because we don't benefit any content. It's not fun. We don't want to become a tool. In a sense, we want to still be a place and a destination to see interesting conversations. Yeah, that's totally fair. You guys are what you are and you know what you are, which is great. And I like that you're not trying to be something that you aren't. Hey, anybody else in the crowd that would like to ask uh, some questions of Brittany, please type them in and, and we'll take care of it for you. And also, if you have not seen our podcast before, Dan, I think, is going to type in a link for you so that you can subscribe to it. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud, and every one of our episodes gets a write-up on social media today. 
So we'd love to have you listen. And if you have brands that you'd like us to interview, which we'll be happy to do on Blab, Brittany, you can use our hashtag, which is FOCS, Focus on Customer Service, and we'll be happy to get them in. Other questions, or Dan, do you want to take our next one? Yeah, we've, we've had a couple of questions on the side, a few now, about whether or not you've started working on an FAQ document for beginners to kind of help get them up to speed on Blab. I was working on a few. I had a few just kind of how to start, how to do things. And something really awesome happened. Our community started making really wonderful tutorials and how-to guides. And they're so passionate about this product. They are helping users onboard. They're doing so much work that it's like, it feels great that they love the product as much as we do. And it just confirms that they believe in it. I have an ebook coming out on Monday as a, as a complete tutorial on how to use Blab front end with screenshots and directions and instructions. So I'm one of your, your many. Uh, I bet you here. love all the, the constant changes we've been doing. So that's like, great. It's like, there's three sections. It's like, just kidding. They're tags. Yeah. <laughs> like, just don't change anything between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. on Monday. We're good. No problem. Brian, if you pitch us over the link to the ebook, we'll attach it to the podcast write up. Yeah, it'll be on uh, briankramer.com. Yeah, I'll send that over to you. And a couple of questions Thanks, about plans for an Android app at any point. Of course, there's plans for an Android app. Our CTO is an Android user. He loves Android and he promises that it'll be wonderful. We don't want to build on multiple platforms while we're still trying to become secure and like feature complete. We're working web first, simultaneously working on the iPhone app, which means our mobile comps will be very close to done and ready for Android. But he promises it's going to be nuts and great, but we don't want to release three crappy half-made products when we can release one solid product and then branch out very quickly. Yeah, that makes sense. Quick question about how do you tell who's in charge? Are they always in the upper left? They should always be in the upper left. But if they're in the chat, you can see that Dan has an H on his avatar. And then we'll all have Gs. So we are guests. Very nice. So Brittany, while I have you here, this is actually a coincidental. So on my app right now, I am trying to uh, share with the little bird. I, I was successful earlier on in the podcast, and now I'm tapping it and tapping it, and nothing's happening. My, that is a bug. <laughs> you, okay. have, you have found a bug. Let's see. Have I hit my maximum you gotta, of shares? Dan, you got to refresh your whole uh, your screen, but you're gonna. But then he'll lose the recording. So right? look at that magic. I don't know if he popped out again, but Neil is our iOS developer, so. I yell at him when there's iOS bugs, sometimes when it's just like a live problem, wow. but everyone's very quick to respond. Hey, so, yeah, he is still in here. yeah, he just wants to live report that when he hits tell a little bird, nothing happens. And are you on the app store version or the beta version? I'm on the app store version. All right. I'm sure it's fixed in the next release for beta. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Brittany, jumping it back to customer service, how much of what you're doing is on Blab versus having to help people on, say, Twitter or Facebook or the press in general with questions? A lot is on Twitter. I have not made my face known on Facebook because I hate it. That can be on the record. I hate Facebook. It's garbage. (laughs) Don't care. (laughs) So it sucks to teach everyone, like, okay, you can reach me on Google+. You can, which we do have a Google Plus community. So I'm like, okay, I think I'm a moderator in a room about Blab. And I'm like, I have no idea what this means. So (laughs) 
I feel the most comfortable on Twitter and Blab, obviously. Uh, if you send me an email, you might have to tweet me and tell me that you sent me an email. But that's kind <laughs> of it. It's like Twitter's the fastest way. So I'll usually, our whole team responds from Team Blab on Twitter. So that's fun. If you can like identify <laughs> who's who by judging like personality. It could be like a little game if you guys want to play that. But like <laughs> you can try to guess who's saying what. How do you manage that between the bunch of you? We all just have it logged in on our phone. Okay. First one there. But I'm usually the one who's supposed to respond to them. So if there's a question that I don't feel like I can respond to, I'll let someone know. Or they're always checking because it's just fun to know. Everyone wants to know. No one wants to be in the dark about our, our community or what's happening. So everyone's very much like involved. We're reading articles. We're watching YouTube videos people are making. It's not just something one person does. We're all kind of in it. So being a Twitter person and tying this into what Phil Marchand just asked, it appears that those comments don't migrate to Twitter. Is that on purpose? I'm wondering what you think of that. I agree with Phil. Where's Twitter stop and where does Blab start? Or how do you think they'll integrate? Or what do you think they should do? I think we're only using Twitter right now for login and it makes it easy to share. That's really it. We're not integrating comments intentionally because comments live here. It's not meant to push out all over Twitter and the best part that people have been posting is the results after doing Blab for like a week or so, they're getting more attention on Twitter and more people want to see what's happening and they come in from links and they're following people. And after shows, everyone goes on Twitter and says, oh my God, like, I love seeing you. And that's kind of where it is. It's just used for feedback and letting people know how they feel. But then building on that, the question is, if the comments don't push to Twitter, is there a way to save all comments? There's not a way right now, but there will be in the future. <laughs> okay. and then we, we don't make promises. The other cool thing we've noticed in the comments is if you can label it as a question, you have this little like, question label. As a moderator, can you just filter to see the questions? Because when it's moving quite quick, it's kind of hard to follow along. We did actually discuss something like that today. So we're aware that it's difficult. We don't have the current solution or what we're going to do yet. We want to be really careful about everything we're implementing. So we've created a simple platform. And a lot of times people are like, oh, add this, add this. This is a great feature. Oh, what if you did this? And we're like, if we did all that, you guys would be like, what the hell? There's too much crap here. And then it'd be like, soon we'd turn into like 12 people and one person on screen at a time. And then it's Google Hangouts. Like a lot of times people are giving you suggestions to things they know exist already that might not even be functioning the best way. And we want to make sure we really go over all product decisions to make sure they're benefiting Blab in the way we see the product going and how people use it. That's why screen share is not implemented right now because we want to make sure when it is, that is the best and most simple implementation of it. Do you just love your job? <laughs> I love my job. I think I love everything I do. Like, Yeah. I mean, this has got to be so much fun being a community manager for one of the hottest things to happen in the last six months. Well, if I, not I think the fun part is that I've never actually done this before. So it's all learning. I like kind of just doing new things and seeing if I can do it. And that's probably why I don't sleep that much because I'm just like, okay, well, we don't have a robot to answer questions. So I will be said robot until we have developer time to build a better solution. And I'm just like, okay, if this is what it takes, like if you don't onboard someone who's sitting there by themselves, 
later you find out, sure, this person could have been a huge benefit to Blab. They could have brought in a great audience. They could have had a great show idea. But if no one was there to get past that awkward first moment, like you just blew it. So you treat everyone as like a star, I guess. Like awesome. Yeah. That actually is, uh, leads us exactly into the last question we had for you, Brittany. We always ask guests for some of their learnings that they can share with other brands that are focusing on customer service as well. And we're particularly interested in your learnings because you have just started out and this is still very new. So what have you learned in the first couple of weeks slash months? And even maybe what changes have you made to what you do just because you're learning on the go? I think the best part is I do weird stuff. Like, I know that like sounds a little weird, but I was looking for something. There we go. Okay, I found it. So I was trying to welcome new people onto Blab a while ago when we were implemented into Slack. So I did something weird where I wrote this article about like why you should personally thank the first 204 people to sign up for your product. And it was talking about like treating everyone like they're your number one user. Like I think it's a really important thing people forget is everyone has the potential to create great content here. And you don't know if you don't give them a chance. Like, I guess that's, I'm relating how I feel about my job. Like I've never done this job before, but if they hadn't given me a chance to stick around and prove that I can do it, I would just like continue on, like never knowing if I could. And I feel like a lot of user onboarding is the same way. Like there could be people who are like, oh, I'd love to do my own show or podcast. And it's like, if no one ever gave them a shot to, so we built them a platform, but we didn't make an opening awesome environment to allow them to do that, then we could be missing out on some potentially really great people. You don't have to be famous or popular on Twitter to be a great, interesting person. And I don't know, people think I'm cool on here and I, (laughs) I wasn't cool before Blab, so... You guys gave me a shot to practice how to talk to people, I guess. Just to share with the folks who are going to be listening instead of watching, you're getting a lot of comments in here, Brittany, that you are a community service rock star, that you are kicking ass in your job. So, yeah, you are, uh, you are pretty people. popular, and, and congrats <laughs> on that. We're about to cut off the podcast portion of this. Uh, we can certainly stay on and chat longer, but... I do owe it to everyone to have you explain your title of community princess before we leave. <laughs> okay. So before I think on Twitter, my bio was something really stupid and snarky. And then I think I said I like speak loudly and make enemies or something. I don't know. It was like not welcoming. It was just a weird sense of humor I have. It's kind of dark, I guess. A little cynical. And then I was like, okay, so if I have to be the face of Blab... I should probably have a professional Twitter bio. And I just like, it's like, I'll write what I do. I'm like, I don't want to write community manager. That's stupid. Like that just sounds dumb. No offense to everyone listening, like whatever. I just like, don't like weird titles. Like I I think calling yourself a princess is hilarious. It's just like in this ironic, like, like (laughs) there's like no good explanation. But you go for princess over community manager. I just like using the princess emoji, like with nail polish next to it. And I think it's really funny where it's like, (laughs) (laughs) 
So I was just like, oh, that'd be cool. If I ever used an emoji next to my title, it would be a princess because that's funny. And then I never did. And then I just left it in my Twitter bio because I didn't want to change it. I was like, well, that's me now. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, they hired the right person for the job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that Absolutely. And in fact, I accidentally, when I set up the Blab and in my first uh, tweet about it, I accidentally mischaracterized your title and called you a community goddess instead of a princess. I do think that's also applicable. <laughs> so if you ever look to change your title, maybe that's a, I don't know if that's a promotion that, or not from a princess to goddess. It sounds but. too like above everyone. Like I didn't want to say queen because like, I want to be like the princess who's just like, yeah, someone bosses me around too. Like, <laughs> like you gotta give it like, everyone can relate to a princess, but little girls don't pretend being queens. Because that's boring and like you don't want to be the highest because there's no fun. <laughs> the Brits in me are quite offended For right sure. now. Oh God, I hope the Queen's not in here. I'm pretty oh. certain she's listening. Everyone can relate to a princess, and you'll see those are quotes, these are great pull quotes. So <laughs> I'm glad someone's catching these. <laughs> Neil, are you going to fix my little bird button while we're here, or do I have to wait for another version for that? It's probably fixed. You can use the beta app. Get all right. all I'm still having trouble sharing, so uh, if anybody else wants to share, I'll be happy to uh, retweet it for you. <laughs> anybody else have questions for Brittany while we have her? I promised her that she'd only be a half an hour, and we've definitely gone long because she's off. Awesome. I know the rules of Bob. Uh, but if anybody <laughs> have any other we do have, questions? We've had one guy who's been trying to ask a question for a while. I don't fully understand it, but let me try. As a host, I tried to use the images in chat as a way to present diagrams and descriptive charts. It works sometimes, but not others. Is there a consistent way to do this? So it works with HTTPS right now and not without the S. It's just something we're working on right now. It's only taken safe links. Yeah. That's a question. I see musicians writing music on Blab. Will the audio eventually support synced audio between locations so you can play together? I'm confused by the question. <laughs> Phil, if you can explain it again, we'll try again. I think Neil said yes, but uh, I don't know. Eventually. Yes. Eventually. Okay, I was like, oh, it all feels like real time to me, so I don't, yeah, I don't know music. Jackson 5, though, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, that's all I got, but I don't remember anything. Is there any thought to saving or aggregating total props? No, never. Have a few more for that. We, we don't want to gamify the system. So like we said, uh, content is king. So we want the best content to surface, not the person who spends the most money on Fiverr and gets some robot hand to send them a bunch of props. So then you have a bunch of like, you just have a bunch of like rich guys on the top. It's like, oh, all these guys, like their content sucks. So, <laughs> a few questions about search. Any plans to allow people to add tags or how do you plan to manage search when volume increases? We'll handle it when it happens. Yeah, we don't try to focus on building things for the future too much because if there's not a problem, why would we build to solve a problem that doesn't exist yet? It would just be a waste of time and we'd have all these really great solutions to something that never happens and then all our users go away because we're not building products that matter or features that matter. So it's always building as it happens. Brittany, I want to go back to something that you said. I think it, I think it's really cool. It's one of the neatest things about this platform is, in answer to Dan's question, I think he was reading about aggregating. There is no scoring system here. And what I've noticed is that because it's so new, 
there's really no experts yet, which I really like, which means we're all sort of here learning as we go. And I think that's a really neat quality because most other platforms that start, by the time the non-first adopters get on, it's too late for them to become someone on that platform because lots of people have already become someone. Can you talk a little bit about that? And is that, it sounds like that's almost intentional. Oh, definitely. So let's word this the best way possible. So early adopters are wonderful and great, but at the same time, you don't know where the product's going to go. So if someone comes onto this platform and it's a new community of people and they see this, I'll use Sean's sports example. So if we had a bunch of sports talks going on here and it just happens to be everything's about sports, you see the leaderboard is some guy who talks about college football. And it's like, I jump on here and I just want to have a casual like show with my friend. I'm like, ew, like I'm never going to beat this like college football sports announcer guy. Like it doesn't make sense to compete with people that just, it's not your content. So there shouldn't be a leaderboard if everyone has a different audience and maybe me having 10 followers is awesome. But someone having 30 is not that much for them. And it's always relative. So I could be stoked just talking to another person without an audience. And I might still do it here. And I think having like experts or people who are really good at it, everyone's use case is so different. And within your community, it doesn't make sense to have a leaderboard or some sense of pro. Because like you're pro, it's your rules. (laughs) <laughs> we also had a question. Is there any other cool chat tips that people should know? Like labeling things as questions, summoning yes. out of your genie bottle. So some people ask like, where do you have a list of all the commands? And I'm not going to make a list of four things. So there's only four things and two actually do something like important. You can um, slash command topic as one of the hosts or the guest, and you can change the topic. You can slash command Q or question, and it'll highlight your question. And then the other ones are slash shrug and table flip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those are useful. I mean, like, I mean, I could make a list of those things, but isn't it more cool when you just find it out, like in chat? Like, I just changed the name of the chat. It (laughs) (laughs) was. Oh God, no one's ever going to come into a topic named test. (laughs) <laughs> how about that yeah. <laughs> change that back dan is four videos where you guys are going to keep it at for now because it is conversational i don't know if you've ever been in a conversation like in a group of people if you have a huge group everyone kind of pairs off into mini conversations because it's hard to maintain a conversation with more than four people one person ends up asleep or just sitting there not contributing or like constantly like uh, uh, got, uh, like you're like so, so four feels like a great conversational tool. I mean, three is really good, and then four is still good. In answer to one of the questions about the recording, I think it was from, sorry, I missed who it was from, Handy Thinks, at Handy Thinks. The recording gets emailed to the host afterwards, and there is a link to both the audio and the video, and we'll be happy to share that in the podcast notes as well. Yes, you get a lot of magical things with your recording. You get raw MP4, raw MP3, an embed code, and soon a starting embed code. And the replay also lives in this URL. And you have a personal profile where people can go see all your replays together. 
we really just want your content to be visible in as many ways and let you do whatever you want with it. So um, how long is this going to be free? Forever. No. Um, <laughs> if you build a product thinking about monetization and how to make money off of it, you're going to build a different product. And if we came into this, like, how do we make money? It's like, okay, yeah, there'd be five videos, but one's a video ad. Like, no one would want that. It's like, you don't want to use that product. So we want to make sure we're building a solid product that you guys love. It took YouTube years before implementing those obnoxious, stupid ads and stuff. So <laughs> no one needs to worry about us just flipping things up. It's like the next update, there's banner ads. It's like, we're not GeoCities, you guys. It's We promise it'll look clean. And Brittany, do we need to let you get back to work? I'm going to be working all the time. I think my computer battery's dying because I moved upstairs. But that is so I wouldn't like annoy everyone in the office like yelling and stuff. But then they're all listening anyway. <laughs> so really, really appreciate you joining us, Brittany, and you, Brian, jumping on and uh, hanging in there the whole thanks, time. Thanks for having me. And Brittany, I think this might be something Dan and I start doing more often with other guests as well, because I think this is um, a much better way of doing it than doing a, a Skype audio call. And I love awesome, having awesome. people drop in and join in as well. So we might occasionally be summoning you. So I hope it's not too <laughs> annoying. But thank you very much for joining us, Brian. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Focus on Customer Service podcast presented by Social Media Today. Be sure to tweet your thoughts and nominations for other brands to be featured using hashtag FOCS and follow Dan and Dan on Twitter at DGingus and at I am Dan Moriarty. See you next time.